for your kids, what's the limit on price? So let's say uh, your kid wants $20 or less. Get on. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. You, okay. So I'm going to, so a sneakerhead could do two things. Could no, get, I don't mean the lace. I don't mean just the laces. I mean the shoe, like the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another Dadversation. Welcome to Just Us Dads. Uh, thank you uh, again, once again, for tuning in. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the comments once again. And as always, I'm joined by uh, Chris. Chris is up there. He changed setup today, Chris. He's no longer in his office. You guys wanted more lighting. I'm giving you more lighting. We, we were complaining about the lighting situation. So he, he kicked out the family and he's using the family room. <laughs> and uh, George is also with us. We do have um, uh, another guest that we're going to get to very uh, soon. But uh, we got some announcements. First of all, if this is the first time that you're listening to this podcast, do us all a favor. Subscribe. Uh, and while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on all the other platforms, YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on all of those uh, platforms. So you can go ahead and follow, subscribe, and like. Um, we have a great episode today for many reasons. Uh, first and foremost, because it's launching the first episode uh, uh, in the month of June. So uh, this is the Father's Day special episodes that we have planned out throughout the entire month. So that's number one that we're all looking forward to. Uh, of course, we have an amazing guest that we're going to get to. Uh, but third, and more importantly, we do have a giveaway that we will be giving out to all the lucky, uh, to a lucky dad. So this is what you guys will be uh, uh, winning. It's a 12-year-old Glenfiddich scotch. So we got that for you guys, and we're going to put that in the draw. And a lucky uh, dad is going to get that. So um, basically, it's very simple to, uh, to participate. All you need to do is follow us on any platform. So you can go on either Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you follow us, like us. Obviously, the more platforms that you, um, that you like us on, the more chances you'll have on winning the draw. So make sure you go over to Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us on all the platforms. Just make it easy for yourself. You will have essentially until midnight on June 18th to qualify. And we will be announcing the winner uh, during the day on June 18th. Okay, so um, you have until midnight, June 18th. Go on all the platforms. Get your name on our, uh, on our followers and on our so you can win this beautiful bottle that we'll be shipping out to you wherever you are. Um, and that's it. Let's get to our guest because um, we have a major podcaster with us today. His name is Chris Chu. Uh, he's one of the hosts of the very popular and very successful The Sneaker Podcast. So for anyone out there that loves wearing shoes, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk all about that. But in addition to that, because he's also a dad, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about family and how all that kind of comes together. Uh, Chris, thank you for uh, coming on the show, man. Yo, thanks for having me. You know, the other day, uh, you know, we're, we're talking with the guys and we're thinking, okay, let's think of interesting people that we can bring on. Mm -hmm. I've known George for I don't know how long. And he's like, yeah, I know this guy. He's, uh, he has a podcast. It's very popular. I think it's very popular. <laughs> I'm like, really? Okay, what's his name? He's like, oh, this guy, Chris Chu. I'm like, okay, let's check out his podcast. And then we realize that this is not just a basic little podcast like ours is. It's a major one. We're talking about over 250,000 downloads. Uh, you guys are doing well with that. We're doing all right. Like, like you said, it's a very successful podcast during the intro. I was like, let's eh, not. That's not pump it up and then disappoint everyone that's tuning in you know <laughs> it's all it's all right yeah it's a great show we like it we like it we've been having fun with it and it's always about something that we like so uh, it's interesting yeah so so what's the link over here with george you are friends with his wife i think our wives are very good friends best friends like chris's chris's family is is basically part of my extended family okay let's say that yeah yeah. yeah, his wife yeah. and my George wife married are into the family. Very close. Hey. Yeah, I say the other way, but he doesn't agree. <laughs> in, in this but, context, uh, it's you that married into that family. <laughs> yeah. I've known Chris as long uh, since I started dating my wife. So yeah, 
and his uh, him and his wife were together at the time, and uh, we've all been close ever since. Yeah. Was, was I moved into the home uh, across the street from his in-laws. Oh. Yeah. And then yeah. George found out, and he's like, forget this. I'm moving to, like, Kanziak, or I'm getting out of here now. <laughs> I, need 10, I need 10 kilometer radius. <laughs> it's too close, man, too close. Tell me, uh, how, do, how does this whole thing start? Because I don't think any of us uh, has any interest or any knowledge in sneakers honestly we just go we find whatever fits mm. looks okay and that's our reality and i'm sure a lot of dads out there pretty much share that reality but i do know that there's this enormous craze around sneakers and having them custom made and there's all this like subculture uh, around running shoes how does that whole thing start with you like how do you get into that well, uh, well, if I can try to like make it more understandable, um, you guys have like hobbies, something that you really enjoy doing. You know, George, you like playing music. I don't, I don't. I just met you other guys, but I know yeah, probably have some hobbies. We're all kind of into music, yeah. So when you're looking at your music and then you're looking at your instruments and what you can do with your instruments and what you can produce with your instruments and the connections that you've made through your instruments. Doesn't that always bring you to some place where you kind of escape and you kind of have like, well, we just, we just jammed out and we had like this crazy session and I feel awesome. Yeah. Like top of the world type of stuff. Right. So for sneaker guys, uh, and I'm trying to speak for all sneaker guys that exist. Yeah. Um, (laughs) whenever they get a sneaker that they've been hunting or that they've been anticipating, um, the hunt is one part of the thrill. And then the getting of the shoes is another part of the thrill. Um, me, for myself, I then decided to uh, go further and um, try to do more with just getting the sneakers and owning them. I've started doing like sneaker photography. So for those who are uh, new, new to it, when they take a look at it, they're like, oh, okay, I, it's a bit weird, but all right, keep on getting on. And then I kept doing it. And eventually, um, the goal was always to get, like, you get noticed by brands, you get noticed by stores, they contact you, you start working with them, like, just collaborations and stuff. And from there, um, the game is more or less to just keep adding lines to your uh, resume. All right. So, you do uh, sneaker photography, you do blogging, you do um, YouTube, you do, and then we, we went the podcast route. And that's how it happened. And all the guys on the podcast pretty much share that same interest. So for you guys, if I can, if I understand it, I mean, it's not just about finding the shoes in 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 the store like we do. I mean, you guys look out for, you know, the the special edition or special designs or how does it work? I mean, do you go after people that make them custom and you you want to buy their um, uh, uh, their creations or? How does it work? Or you find uh, uh, special stores that kind of have different models than, you know, the regular people get to buy? No. Uh, well, there's different types of sneakerheads. There's guys that are purists. Uh, so we, on our podcast, we have a guy that's like a huge Michael Jordan fan. Mm-hmm. Like everything about Michael Jordan. He knows about every details about the shoes, the years, the color codes, where they were manufactured, all that stuff. They he has a brain for that. And he found a group of guys that all love that as well. His passion, he turned it into something like just to educate the people. His Instagram is all about like posting uh, comparison photos of old sneakers, new sneakers, telling the people the difference. He worked so well at this because he loves it so much that uh, just this past All-Star game, he was invited out to Chicago and he had a supper with Jordan Brand. Wow. And he got to talk with the Jordan brand reps and they all got gifts and it was a cool thing. We have other uh, guys that love the hunt, love the, what they call the hype of it all. Yeah. And there's a term that they use, which is called hype beast, right? So a person that only seeks out the hype because it's hot right now. Um, I'm a self-proclaimed like hype beast. I like that stuff because more or less I've done all the other stuff that, we've done throughout the years in terms of collecting and for me now it's just like let's just have fun i'm like this excites me right now i want to get it i want to get it and i'll get it you know and you go over that way 
there's like different there's even we even have a guy that works for adidas and he's his passion is three stripes and he learns everything about three stripes and he goes that way you know it, it's incredible it's incredible to um to discover the, like, like like we said before like this subculture because for so many people it's just you know a footwear <laughs> behind a glass mm -hmm. you know, in a store somewhere right yeah and there's just this whole universe that, that that's around it i i definitely find it fascinating i mean for you when did you realize that this is what i'm intrigued by this is what i want to do like when when did that kick start for you uh well i really liked i always liked sneakers so that was a thing but what really pushed it past whatever i could expect was i once saw my friend I, i made friends with a guy that uh, he started his own sneaker blog he used to work for other blogs he started his own blog became really successful he was invited out to michael jordan's house oh, for wow. a sneaker launch for jordan 29 they invited all these influencers and these youtubers and they invited them over to uh, view the launch info the press release and then they got to play on his court wow Like they had their, they had their own dressing room with like their names on it, with like all, all the gear was there free. And I saw my friend do that. And I was like, I want that. I want to do that. Yeah. So I was like, well, how can I do that for here in Montreal? How can I do that? And I was like, well, let's try to work on sneaker photography, doing that. And then starting a blog, I started a small, small, small blog. <laughs> And we just wrote articles about whatever. And all it took was um, a bit of luck and connecting with the right people. There was one person that believed in me. Uh, she worked for Converse. And we went out to one of her events. And then eventually she gave me a couple of jobs, like projects, like what we did. And eventually she, once one brand notices you, the other brands kind of notice that the other brand noticed you. Yeah. And there's like a whole list of people that they send um, product out to. And then they expect you, like, they send you product. They expect you to take photo or to talk about it or to do a video or whatnot. And it goes on from there. Yeah. All right, oh. George. <laughs> For anyone not watching the video clip, uh, <laughs> the phone just fell off. <laughs> So Chris, I know made, you, you kind of spoke about this. I don't know if we were recording, but what what made because I think George uh, kind of like mentioned it. Mm -hmm. uh, she was very visual. You can have different colors. You can have different laces. You can have different stitches, yeah. right? What made you guys decide to go only on the podcast? Why just do the audio instead of showing the audience like the well, video? When, when we first started, we were audio only. Like we wanted to get shit uh, settled, just to get out there, get the audio done, and get out there. So. Um, long time ago, I was talking to this brand rep about my idea of starting a blog and blah, blah, blah. And I kept asking tons of people, what do you think? What do you think? Should I do it? Should I do it? Should I do it? And she was like, let me tell you something. First of all, you buy too many sneakers. She's a brand rep that told me this. Second, progress over perfection. So oh, yeah, good advice. Goes, get it running. And perfect it on the way. So I was like, oh, okay. She goes, you'll never get it started if you wait for perfection. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. So with that, and I, it was on the heels of me coming back from my first trip uh, to uh, for a sneaker brand. Like a sneaker brand sent me out to a location to do work for them. And I was coming off of that. So I was on a high. I had a huge head. I thought it was the shit, man. <laughs> and then uh, my friend, Mike, he messages me one day and he goes, uh, hey, man, what do you think about this shoe? And then blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, yo, we should do a, a podcast. Because eh? we had spoken about it a while back. And I go, and me with my big head, I'm like, let's do it. We can do anything. So let's do it. And I said to myself, okay, we launched on this date. We launched on this date. We had one guy missing. We still launched. Because... Mm -hmm if we kept waiting for shit to happen, like everything to be perfect before we launched, we would have never done it. So our main thing was to get it out there. Like, of course it would have been great. <laughs> it makes sense, Chris, to put visuals for a sneaker podcast. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we just wanted to get it out. I wanted to push. And so we've been, I've been, I'm an asshole. Sometimes I'll push the guys 
when are we podcasting? When are we podcasting? When are we podcasting? And you keep the guys in check. No, it's not. <laughs> they don't need to be kept in check, but it's more like sometimes, some, sometimes I don't feel like it, man. I just don't feel like it. But you're like, no, you got to do it. Or yeah. you take one week, you say, what's another week? Yeah. Oh, it's another week and then next thing you know you're like three weeks down the line and you didn't put anything out and you lose your 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 audience you lose your momentum you don't know you, how you to do it anymore you show uh, you show inconsistencies that's right yeah yeah so even though so i some... i mean i could all imagine also uh, these people that you're catering to are, are sneakerheads so you don't the visuals they don't need them they probably have a snapshot of it in their head already yeah i, I don't know if this translates but when you guys talk music you guys can probably decipher shit that i i can't read sheet music i can't do shit or you guys are talking about like beats or like uh, rhythm or i don't understand that but when you talk amongst each other you probably understand yeah it's common to say much right yeah. it's like this yeah. common language that you guys know and it's it's all this lingo that that exists in like that universe that you guys uh, are, are living in you know yeah so uh, when you mentioned the hunt, Chris, I, I'm, I'm imagining you're talking about the ones that are hard to find, the rarities from other years and stuff like that. Like when you mentioned Jordans and there's like 30 models of them, there's some models that are just untouchable because they've been, they've been well, taken off the market. Everybody has them. Uh, yeah. Well, they, what they do also is they reissue a lot of numbers. They reissue a lot of shoes. Um, so it's always like the sneaker world, they, uh, they launch product every week every week it used to be at a, a lesser frequency but i think there's a a theory that they've been launching uh, at a higher frequency to combat reselling so you buy they sell a shoe a reseller will buy it all up and then sell it for a higher price so they, they don't want that to happen as much so they flood the market with hot stuff every week the sneakerhead's attention is very short. I miss out one week. I feel I feel crappy. I feel sad. I might do something crazy and pay resell money, or I wait seven days and boom, another hot uh, item pops up. So, so you're saying okay that, again? So you're saying that most of these brands they put out new shoes every week? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just like this week alone, we were uh, Thursday. Are we Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. We're Thursday. Tomorrow morning, there's a there's like the hottest launch, possibly it's it's a contender for shoe of the year that's launching tomorrow. So that's it's a Friday. Like what's it? What launch what brand? Wednesdays on Fridays on Saturdays it used to be Saturdays only. Yeah, yeah. So what brand is this launching the shoe? Uh, this one is a Nike shoe. It's a collaboration with uh, Travis Scott. So. Whether it be for actual wearing or uh, like for style or for reselling, it's gonna it's gonna be hot, both sides. So, so, so you you buy all these things? Like you're you're obviously a collector, I imagine. I have shoes. Yeah. How many <laughs> How many shoes do you have? I I don't know. I don't know the exact number. <laughs> I, I've I've never seen just <laughs> wear the same pair twice. You know, George doesn't pay attention to my shoes. He looks into my eyes when he talks to me. Let me ask a question because I know nothing about this. I own shoes, but I just I, uh -huh. I like to look. I buy it, and that's it. I wear yeah. on my feet, and that's it. So I'm learning. It's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, when you're talking about collectibles, is this like something you'd buy? You'd keep like a like an action figurine, plastic, and not touch it with a with a humidor, and you got to keep the right temperature, or you go after things that people have worn. And like, how how does it work? Like, like a collectible is something like, let's say, LeBron James has worn. Is that worth a lot of money? Do you guys chase that as well? Yeah, but it, those those like so those are player editions, player exclusives. Those are hard or, or game worn shoes. Those are like another market. That's it's okay. Like really expensive. That's another level. Uh, there's two types of collectors: people that wear their sneakers. There's but they like to have a variety, like like collect all all of the sneakers from one brand or different brands. They mix it up. Uh, there are some people that buy sneakers, yes, just to keep what they call dead stock, so untouched. And um, there's a market for both. And you can play uh, the resale game. Well, let's not call it a resale game. You can play the market for both sides. Some shoes that are worn are still worth a lot of money. Some shoes that are new are definitely worth a lot of money. 
uh, just as an example, the Last Dance uh, docu series just launched right on oh, Netflix yeah, for us in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of the Last Dance document uh, docu series, all or most Jordan sneakers Skyrim. went up in value. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. especially the ones that were featured in the docu series. So during his championship runs from ninety ninety one all the way to ninety eight, all those sneakers just jumped in value. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah. No, but you, you, Chris, you never answered the question. Like, how many pairs do you have? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can like, ballpark it, 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 it. Yeah, go for it. Uh, two hundred range. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's a whole there's a whole dedicated room just for that. They they <laughs> they, they more or less fit in one closet. Really? Two hundred? Maybe. Yeah. They kind yeah. They oh, flood wow. out a bit, but yeah. Do you just open the door sometimes? Just stare at them and all? Not anymore. <laughs> I keep a few because I do like the sneaker photos, right? Yeah. So every now and then I'll be like, oh, I have an idea. I want to do this. I want to showcase this about the sneaker and I'll pull them out. So I know what's in there. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do you keep these essentially just for you or do you, is there like this trading thing that can happen in this universe or how, how does it work? Like if you have shoes, like do you trade? Like, like, is it like hockey cards used to be or? Yeah, it's, it's absolutely like hockey, better than hockey cards. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, look, there's a, there's, we sell sites. There's one called Goat, there's one called Grail, one called uh, StockX. And I'm taking StockX as an example because the word stock is in its name. Uh, mm -hmm. There's sneakers that you can treat as kind of like investments where uh, at release date, it's retail price. And then, the tastemakers, they, they decide which shoes are going to be hot. And then resell value is how much you can sell it for after the fact, right? Wow. And the value of a shoe can dip, can go up, all depending on like random events. Oh, a docuseries just launched. This shoe just pops off. But before that, two, a month before that, you sold it. You sold it. So you sold at the wrong time. Yeah. You know? it held it four more weeks. It will make double your money. So there's stuff like that that's going on. Oh wow, man! And let me ask you: Is there like a, a a like a market where it's just people are trying to pass off fake shoes? So you show up in the back of an alley and somebody's giving you fake shoes that they bought for two dollars, and you you pay like four hundred dollars for it. So the the fake shoe uh, issue uh, was more prevalent years past. Okay, like they they're still here. There's still a lot of fake shoes, but people are the, the fake shoes are really made well. By the way, mm -hmm. like yeah. they're still a sneaker, right? Yeah, they're just not authentic it, there's like specific things that are off about them but uh that's not with this age of information everyone can kind of figure it out if it's fake or not and uh all these resale sites act as a uh like the middleman or most of them act like the middleman and they'll uh, authenticate it before you before you get them and whatnot so the issue right now is not uh fakes it's more bots so what? Yeah. So uh, Nike launches this super hot shooter tomorrow morning. It goes online. The bots come in. The bots recognize a specific word or a specific code within the, the sale. And then once it pops up, checks, adds to cart, checks out, boom, all gone. The regular buyer can't get them anymore. Wow. Because the bots are there. The thing is about the, the running shoes is that this shows how, how big this uh, hobby is. I, I know a lot of people that I met in the last year or two that it's, it's a thing. It's, it's a really big thing that I just didn't know anything about. Yeah, yeah, me neither. It's, it's, it's interesting. I, I always there... thought it was just Chris because I knew Chris. But is there a heavy presence here in Montreal? Uh, there's a lot of, there's a good community, uh, sneakerheads, uh, like people that like sneakers. Uh, people that do like I take it a bit further like I do a bit more with my sneakers like I do too much with my sneakers meaning like I spend a, I take the photos and I try to get out there and I try to like so there's not I haven't met a lot of Montrealers that do all the extra shit as well I know and all the ones that do it here in Toronto and Vancouver, Canada is a big country, but it's a small country. So I know all the people that do it in Canada. Wow. 
do yeah, what small, I do uh, in Canada. Yeah. But in terms of sneakerheads, tons of sneakerheads. Uh, so uh, how does this come into the family now? Because I mean, I, I've had, I've had issues like buying pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to give an idea, I'm like, I need pants. Yeah, we don't have time. Uh, don't spend money here. Don't do that. I mean, and you're buying shoes almost on a weekly basis. I mean, uh, how's the how does the wife handle all this? Uh, my wife, Carmen, she's the best. She's great. She lets me do it. She lets me handle uh, my shit the way I want to. My wife recognizes that it's it. That's my world, right? And, um, and I've told her, I've said, look, if ever you want me to, to stop or to like, uh, limit it or change the way I do it or whatever, just tell me, like, I'm ready. Like she's, she's so, um, uh, permitting in the way that she handles me handling my sneakers that if she were to ask me and me say like, no, fuck off, then I'd be a really big asshole yeah she's given me all this leeway already and i've i've i might be in a different situation from other sneakerheads i've done whatever i've needed to do in sneakers already like i've i've done it so that's for my own like uh, like satisfaction i've done it i'm okay so if she ever asked me to say to to quit it i'll be okay and i've offered that to her i go look if ever you want me to like chill or not do something just tell me and it, I won't feel any way weird about it. Like I'll understand your point of view. And she was like, no, what kind of asshole would I be to ask you to stop something that you love? Yeah. yeah right, right, right. Right. No, but the question is, does she, does she think you're a little crazy? <laughs> I think at her, there was a point probably that she thought I was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But then um, I'm pretty good at what I do. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, like I'm a good, I'm a good sneaker shooter, and uh, I'm pretty good at like what whatever projects I do that are related to sneakers. Uh, I've had more successes than failures. So, if she sees that I'm doing something that not everyone can do, and I do it well enough, then she's like, "All right, maybe it's not all that crazy." But it's a passion that you have, and I think that she recognizes. And I mean, Chris, for you, the other Chris. You know, like you see a guitar that you want and you go buy it. I mean, has Alex ever asked you why are you buying a guitar or why would you have an interest in buying another instrument? No, absolutely not. And uh, I share the same, uh, well, it was going to come out wrong. I was going to say I share the same wife as Chris, but no, the same type of wife as Chris. The same type of wife as Chris. So you get her half the time. (laughs) Very cool, very open, but there is after the 15th or maybe 17th, 18th guitars, it is a little crazy. I know she thinks it's a little crazy, but I get it. And I like the crazy. It's all about the crazy, right? So I get it. I get it. How, uh, How many kids do you have, Chris? You have two? I have two kids, yeah. Uh, my boy, my son Chosen is uh, 11 years old. My daughter Coco is seven years old. Do they? Uh, how do they react to all of this? I mean, do they see you doing all these things with running shoes and taking pictures, and and they're seeing this whole craze. I mean, do they understand what's going on? Or no, no, no. They they'll they'll make fun of me. Like they'll poke fun at me because oh, you're taking your photo. Oh, you do you have to podcast tonight? I'm like, yeah, I got a podcast. Uh, like so they'll poke fun at me and they i think they don't know any different right so they probably think every family does that yeah dad does something weird <laughs> like, yeah you know and, they're not entirely wrong every family yeah. dad has some weird thing that they do yeah that's it of course of course are are, are they like in training though are you like uh you know what I'm saying? Are you are you trying to like uh, maybe show them like your kids wear some nice kicks? That's all, that's what I know. I've seen it. No, well they they don't. Um, so I've included my son in a few photos. Uh, like I included him in like one project, and then um, like Foot Locker would say, "Hey, do you do you want to take another picture of your son?" I'm like, "Okay, fine, let's do it." So they'd send him some stuff too. So. Every now and then he'll get it, but they don't have any uh, interest in collecting. Okay, okay. My daughter will every now and then go like, uh, like I can see it. Like she goes to school and she's like packing her an extra pair of sneakers. I go, what are you doing? You already have a pair of sneakers at school. 
she's like, um, she doesn't want to say it, but her, all her friends are stylish, you know? So he's, yeah. she, she wants to change up her style. So I'm like, fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it, it's pretty impressive, though, that you've, uh, that you've gotten the attention of all these brands uh, as a side thing, you know, just as a fun yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Would, would this for you be something that you would want to do more of like more as a like as a as an everyday thing like as the main uh source of income uh no but for it's different for different people um my situation is so i have a i have a good enough job the job pays the bills and this is it is my side thing it's my thing that i used to escape yeah like because I'm so happy doing this side stuff and um, like it, it, it brings me like a lot of connections. I meet a lot of people. I get to do weird stuff, things that not everyone does because I have all that. I can handle anything like in terms of you, you need to make, you know, you, I can go to work every day and I'm not like bummed out. Like yeah. I can handle it. That's yeah, cause you, you look forward to whatever you're going to have to do in the evening or over the weekend or talking about the guys or yeah well most of my stuff is online right so like i carry i carry my uh my hobby with me everywhere i go i'm wearing my hobby every day right right i get to pick it i ha i carry i am a bit weird i carry my camera everywhere i go so if ever like my my thing isn't like i have my camera and i have sneakers on it's not in case something happens is in hopes that something happens. Yeah. Right. 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 Like I have it with me. And then like, this is like the perfect lighting, the perfect spot. Let me shoot something here. And I see it in my head and I want to put it out to the world, yeah. you know? No, I get that. Cause I've done photography. So I've gone through that, that, that craze, right. Mm -hmm. where You always needed to have the camera in case something came up, you know, you're just ready. The brands that you have, do you usually stick to one or you just go with anything that you like or that you find that are interesting? No, I'll sell out like real easy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone? It, it's no, it's more. Uh, there's no one buys uh, you out exclusively, unless they're pay putting you on the payroll, right? So any brand can send me anything, and usually it's uh, they'll contact me. They're like, "Hey, we have this coming up. Would you uh, want a pair? Would you like to be involved in this campaign? And I either say yes or no, and then they, they send me the product. And most of the time, it's like an it's like an unwritten, unspoken agreement that you send me free stuff, and I'll I'll produce some content for you. You'll advertise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a two-way street, right? I mean, you're getting shoes. The least you can yeah. do is just uh, uh, give a shout-out. But is that common, or do people more often than not stick to one brand? Uh, it's for mm, the people that get a lot of product are usually uh, multi-brands. Like, they just do everything, and then a lot of people hit them up. But right. then every now and then, it's like I've, I've heard of one brand approaching one person, but they're like, they only, deal, they only like one brand, and then they won't even respond to like oh, wow. brand B, you know? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they have it like that. <laughs> and uh, one thing I was thinking about, I don't know if it's uh, common, but are there any pieces that are like a little bit more artistic? like an artistic shoe, maybe that somebody has painted on or graffiti or special colors, anything like that. You know, or no, it, has, it hasn't become art yet. Uh, there's, so you have a group of guys that are like uh, customizers or there's actual people that can actually fabricate a whole new shoe out of like the base of the shoe or the silhouette of a shoe. Right. Those pieces, they don't normally like produce something and then it would gain value. It's a lot of commission work. Like, Hey, I really like samurais. I'd like for you to like give me a samurai themed Air Max and then the guy will like conceptualize it and but uh, those pieces go in like it's a couple of hundred like a couple of thousand dollars to produce okay. a shoe like that, you know? Oh wow. So there's no um market per se and like there's no one out there looking for I want a customized shoe. Like if you want a custom shoe, you know who to go to. Right, 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 right. But in terms of uh 
designers. There's some designers that are so hot right now that uh, they could design a, a specific shoe. And if they were to sign the shoe, it would jump up that specific shoe's value. But you can't yeah. sell that on the resale market. You'd have to do like a private sale. Right. Because there's no category for like. Yeah, or an auction. Yeah. Yeah. For your kids, what's the limit on price? So let's say uh, your kid walks $20 or less. Get on. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. You, okay. So I'm going to, so a sneakerhead could do two things. Could no, get, I, don't mean the la- I don't mean just the laces. I mean the shoe, like the yeah. whole thing. So a sneakerhead could do two things. You could get all these cool collectible, like quote unquote collectible shoes, hype shoes, and really cool shoes for your kids to wear because you're a sneakerhead. Or because you're a sneakerhead, you know where to find the deals. Uh, so I play that angle. There you go. There you go. All right, cool. I just wanted, I just wanted to ask you that. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you shouldn't pay more than 20 bucks each. What? Yeah. We, 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 it's hard. No. I'll show you. Yeah, Text me. Text me your number, man. If, we, if, we, if I could find them at my shoe size, you can find them at your shoe. But, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> That, that was an interesting question because I mean your kids see you spending all that money on shoes and you're telling them, listen, this is the maximum. But at the same time, if you know the deals, I mean yeah. they're probably getting good shoes. They they my kids don't have any interest in uh what something costs or like what like they don't care really what's on their feet. My daughter likes that there's pink in the shoe, but not too much pink. Yeah, <laughs> my son just my son doesn't give a shit. <laughs> He'll wear anything. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Classic, you know, classic boy. I mean, I don't have I have two daughters and I can totally relate to the pink and yeah. you know, the little yeah. the little drawing of Elsa uh, yeah. or whatever that snowman is called. Uh, uh, Olaf. Yeah. Olaf. Yeah. Olaf, that's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, let's talk about the podcast. Uh, you guys start this because you guys have a shared interest and there's a passion uh, for the sneakers. Do you have any expectation about the podcast? Do you are, are you thinking this is you know we want to push it, we want to make it big? Uh, what are the expectations going into this? Um, so we're in season five, right? So we've been at it for a while. Um, when we first started it, it was more to see if we could do it and to see how how many people would respond to it right um we took instagram i think as as an example because we we if you connect with a lot of people on instagram you find a lot of like-minded like-minded people on instagram then why wouldn't they want to hear you talk about something that we all have an interest in right um then we we didn't have any like lofty goals it was just like let's see if it does well and produce good content so we started with that and as it grew um so the funny thing is my uh, my friend mike who started the podcast with me um his wife had her own podcast well she still she still has that podcast it's called uh, girls on games where it's like it's about video gaming uh-huh. And she's been at it for a long time. She's in like the entertainment industry, like the media industry. So we kind of like learn from her and like what what qualifies as good, what should we do, what shouldn't we do, and stuff like that. And we we didn't know, but they they told us that we had a good beginning. Like we started off strong, and we're doing well. But we didn't know how to quantify that because. I don't know. You can't say, are we good? And then Google says, yeah, you are. No, we don't know. So we just kept at it. And I was like, oh, numbers are growing. Numbers are growing. We're, get, we're getting pretty far. But there was never, there was never like a end goal. Like we're, we've made it once this happens. We didn't have that idea in our head. Yeah. We just kept pushing until uh, as long as we produce good content. And every now and then we'd like, okay, let's 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 bring on a guest. Can we handle that? Okay, let's let's bring this show on the road. Can we handle that? Let's go mobile. Like we we once did an interview at a sneaker con in Toronto. And let's say let's let's try to book this guy. Let's try to get that. Let's try to do this. And so we developed a style, and then we got a lot of good response, like from 
overseas from and that's when you get surprised like who there's one dude that's listening to us in england yeah, yeah. what's that all about and you're like, what the heck so you go from there and we just kept pushing and now like at this point we're kind of like we we're having fun still because when we talk we've gotten to the point where we realize okay, well okay i i can make fun of the guy that's in front of me and it'll play like people will like that yeah. and we've gotten to the point where people uh recognize our signatures like they know that i'm this type of collector like i'm the jordan one guy he's a jordan two guy and every now and then i'll make fun of the Jordan, you know like back and forth yeah. shit like that yeah so, or they'll recognize that my friend keeps saying, like, I fucking love sneakers. Like, that's his tag, you know, or whatever. So, <laughs> we go from there, and, uh, yeah, that's, there was never any big goal, no. So, so when did you guys start? How many years have you guys been at it? Uh, season five, I think. It was 2016 that we started. Okay. Yeah, sounds about right. But uh, talking about content and blogging, uh, Chris, you said, like, give me, give me an example of what you would blog. You said you had a blog and you started with a small blog. Mm -hmm. Like, what would be an example of content you'd have, like, on a, on a, on a sneaker, let's say? So my, my blog was uh, designed to not battle the big blogs. <laughs> Okay. There are big sneaker blogs out there. Uh, like I mentioned, I have, I have a good friend that started his own blog. He used to work for other blog. He started his blog. His blog got big. It's still big. But uh, what's up is that I knew there was no way I can compete with them. So I didn't want to try to compete against them. Mm -hmm. My idea was um, I'm the only Canadian one that I can find that's going to talk about the sneakerhead's life. So it wasn't about release information. It wasn't about this color of this shoe. It was more like, I'm a sneakerhead and it's not something that everyone understands. Let me tell you what my perspective. Uh, so you wrote, you wrote more about experiences rather than product. That's how it started. That's how yeah. I pitched it. That's how it went out. And then he, the, my goal was always, okay, do that get brands to see that get brands to uh send me product because i wanted free shit and then eventually break off from my own blog and become mm -hmm. christopher mm -hmm. chu right. and do work under just me and then at the same time have all my friends work on the blog with me and then them get their own personal projects as well right right and uh, be because there's so th this sneakerhead journey thing, it's not fun if you're alone. <laughs> yeah, the whole idea of being a sneakerhead yeah. is look at my shoes. You look at my shoes, right? <laughs> and if there's no one there to look at your shoes, then why, why am I wearing shoes? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we tried to get uh, try to get as many friends involved in this stuff and a lot it just so happens that a lot that's why a lot of my friends in the sneaker world are all the other content producers and, and i'm guessing this is i don't want to sound sexist but this is obviously more men dominated right oh it's not sex this is it's true like even the brands are producing more product for men than for women they've started to really focus though and produce like uh, releases that are only for women, but uh, not to the same volume as men, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Have you seen... You would... Go ahead, Chris. No, go ahead, Andrew. I was just going to ask if you've seen more and more women come into the, uh, into the, into the sphere uh, over the last years. Uh, it, well, it's weird. My, some of my very good sneaker friends are women. <laughs> Okay. Okay. And, yeah. and so for me, there's always been a component of like, like there's, a, there's, there's always been, I know that there's women in this world, right? Like in the sneaker world. And they, they box as hard as men. Like if they, if they know what they're doing, and then it's great because you'll find duds in the like, men for men. Oh, and, like, <laughs> It sounds like George fell down. Man. He's like, <laughs> he fell down a set of stairs. <laughs> Sorry, man. Go ahead. Sorry, Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. 
No, that's it. Uh, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Like your your personal taste. Yeah. Would you rather see a woman in a nice sneaker or see a woman in a nice heel? Uh, I'm a sneaker guy. You're a sneaker guy. Wow. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That proves you love sneakers. Yeah, well, it's more in, in tune with uh, my vibe because I'm not yeah, gonna yeah. wear like a dress shoe. Got it. Even no. when you wear, a, even when you wear a suit, you're gonna. When I wear a suit, I'll wear dress dress uh-huh. shoes. But like, yeah. Chris, tell me something. Like, I mean, you have such a big passion for this. I mean, is this something that you would want to pass down to your kids? Like, I mean, if your kids d- develop zero interest in this, is that something that's gonna bug you or? No, 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 no. no. No, I, I've I've done I have enough like crazy uh, focus on it for myself. Like to, to see my kid do it, it'd be fun. But I just I would like him or her, him and her to like something as much as I like it. Yeah, show the passion. Are yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see them developing an interest in something in particular? Uh, like yeah. But I don't think they know it. Like if if you if I ask them what they want to be when they grow up, they won't have an idea what to answer. Yeah, yeah. I I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> tough. <laughs> Especially <laughs> if they're that young, they they won't be able to formulate right. What, but what they, um, what are they into? Uh, my son's always into like reptiles, like like dragons and Godzillas and dinosaurs. Mm. So and it's it's not stopped since he was a kid. So. I don't know what it's going to be, but something like, you, you know, you ever see your kids, like your kids are young, but you ever see them revert to even younger? Yeah. Like Chosen's grown now, but then you put a dinosaur in front of him and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. he's just back to, a kid, you know, like back to <laughs> yeah. what he wants. It's like you yeah. subtract a couple of years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when I know I'm like, well, he likes, he likes dinosaurs. Right. Yeah. And your daughter? Uh, she's, she's, so it's cool to see her. She's being more mature. Do you have daughters, right? I have two daughters, yeah. Yeah. Do you find them more mature than yourself? <laughs> like how, how old are they? <laughs> no, they're, they're too young. My, my, my eldest is five. The other one just turned two. Yeah. So they're just at that it's, stage where everything is loud. Everything is just. Uh, yeah, but, but in comparison, you're right, Chris. Yeah. Women do mature. Well, girls mature faster. I than find boys. it. That's, that's, I find that's it. Like sure. she's she's like uh, she's gone away from toys a bit, right? And she's gone more into like crafts. Okay. She's very artistic. Nice. Yeah. So there's that, and you're like, well, that's that's not a kid game. That's like productive what are you doing like it's yeah yeah Yeah. like she feels like it's in another world where she has her older brother still playing with dinosaurs and good for him yeah she's just elsewhere she's like okay what are we cooking today let me help mom bake a cake oh yeah yeah. she's making her Mm -hmm. breakfast like (laughs) i see her i see her setting up a stool (laughs) getting a pan i'm like whoa 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 it's good uh, it's good that uh, you have this passion chris because uh, there's parents that don't understand it and make it hard for their kids so you're going to be the kind of person who if you see something there and and they explain it to you in a way that res that 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 tells you that okay, he does love this thing. You're, you're gonna help him out, so, and that could always lead to some kind of success. Or if even if it doesn't, just the fact of having a, an interest and and keeping your focus on something other than a television and stuff, you know, it, it's it's rewarding in, in many ways. Not only success. Yeah, very important. You know, it keeps it keeps you out of trouble. It keeps you out of the streets. It keeps you away from bad friends and bad habits. And you know, I mean, I I, I I only speak from from experience uh, with the music. Uh, getting into it uh, in uh, let's say early adolescence, nah, we were 15, 16 years old, and Friday, Saturday night, uh, Chris was there. Uh, we'd be locked up in a studio, just just banging away, trying to write a song, or trying to get it right, or trying to get it to sound better, or trying to improve something, rather than being out just hanging out and you know picking up people, maybe maybe being influenced to do something illegal or something, you know, something like that. It kept, it we, definitely kept my hands clean. We would do that after band practice. 
<laughs> Those three hours in band practice, though, you were clean. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, that's not no, true. No. We, we, what do we do? We would go jam for three hours and then go out and have a six-hour conversation, meal, and coffee about the jam and talk about the next jam, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's important. It's what you're saying. You're right. Because yeah. mo I think where most people miss it is most people, most, sorry, most parents want their kids to share their own passions, yeah. even though the key is you want your kid to develop a passion, whatever, it is, as long as they like it. And, yeah. and that, those two things are not the same thing. Mm. And I, I find they, a lot of parents, when, when I talk to parents, they, they miss it. They miss that part. When they could focus on a passion, they're not bored. And when you eliminate boredom, you know what? They stay out of trouble, man. Yeah, yeah. They stay out of trouble. They, they, they focus on improving something or, or learning something beyond what they knew before. And, and it's just one little step at a time. And it just it becomes something. It, it, builds, it builds character. It builds passion. It builds a lot of things like that. It yeah. teaches you to love things and take care of them. We're going to wrap it up because uh, we've taken, obviously, a lot of time. And uh, Chris, man, you've been very generous with yours. And uh, thank you for coming on. Thank you for enlightening us on this universe that we understood nothing about. And, but, yeah, no, I, seriously. No, but now, I mean, you're going to be more, much more attentive. Uh, you're going to be seeing a running shoe now. And you're going to be like, oh, what is that? You know, like well, I, I, I can tell you, most people are not Chris. Chris is, like he said, he's the next level. Yeah. The people who are just before that, who just love collecting, they love the show that you produce. I know a guy who listens to your show that I work with. He oh, owns yeah. tons of shoes. He's obsessed with the shoes, and he's he heard of your podcast. He's listened to it many times, and and that's who you're catering to. What you do gives yeah. these guys a voice, gives these guys an, a, an educated opinion. They they take your advice and and, and apply it somewhere, you know. Sure, so yeah. you, you're 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 creating you're you're doing a service to them. You, know? <laughs> you are you are man. You're doing a lot of legwork. A lot of research that they don't need to do. Yeah, I'm like uh, there if they need to waste uh, an hour or two uh, every week. Yeah. So be it. So, <laughs> so for the people listening, uh, Chris, where do they find you? Where do they follow you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Christopher Chu, or the podcast at the Sneaker Podcast. Awesome, man! Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, for me. We do appreciate it, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be seeing you soon, or at least I'll be following uh, much closer uh, your stuff, man. Thanks. I That's hope I see combo. you at uh, George's Barbecue someday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too <laughs> close, though. Hey, uh, two meters, man. Not too close. Yeah, Not too meters. close. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll respect this. We have a lot to do, and again. Yeah. Oh no, we will. We will be optimistic. We will. All right, boys. See you all. Have soon. a good one. Thank you so, so much. Thanks a lot. Ciao, boys.